What's up, everyone? Welcome to Rocktober, a celebration of one of the biggest movie stars of our time. Biggest. Dwayne, The Rock, the Rock. Johnson. Yes. I'm Chad. I'm here with my co-host, Matt. That's me. Today, we are talking about his first film, ever. The Scorpion King. His first ever film, Chad. His first starring role. This, this is, well, this is not even his first film. I mean, think about it. This is our first-ish podcast yeah. ever. It's our first movie that we're actually diving into so. which is exciting and i'm so happy you all are here listening um or watching we're in studio today for the first time probably ever yeah <laughs> yeah i think going forward matt's gonna be in austin i'm in atlanta so we'll be uh just recording remotely we'll so. be we'll be sadly far apart but it's okay because you'll be able to see us you'll be able to hear us you'll be able to connect with us and you'll be able to connect with the rock most importantly but yeah, we're talking about his first movie, The Scorpion King. Um, I mean, I'm I'm ready to get into this thing. Um, but first, before we get into talking about The Rock and his amazing career and starting with Scorpion King, how how you doing today, Chad? I just want to I want to I want to get the people to hear about your life, what you're going on, what's going on with you. Huh, I'm doing well. You know, before we started recording this, we went out to eat. We did at a place that we like to go to often. Mm-hmm. K-pop, it's a Korean barbecue place near mm, us. So good. Yeah, I burnt the crap out of my tongue. So. <laughs> <laughs> you know, see, see, it's like Korean barbecue, you know, so you cook the, the food in front of you. And uh, for some reason, this one piece of bulgogi, I guess beef, um, I took it off and I put it right in my mouth, the chopstick, and it Ouch. felt like I was eating fire, Chad. So if my voice sounds a little different, it's because of my burnt tongue. But that's okay, because <laughs> we, um, we have drinks here to help... Uh, uh, that's the worst, you know, like when you burn your tongue, you can't taste anything afterwards. You know, I, I kind of feel a little bit like the rock. Um, when I burn my, <laughs> how's that? <laughs> well, because I burnt my tongue and now I have the power of the scorpion King, um, in me. So. I don't think it works that way, but sure. We'll I go mean, with that. I mean, look at the comparison. If you look at, just look at a picture of, if you're watching the video, look at me and then look at the rock and just. Let me know. I mean, I think there's a clear comparison. I'm I'm sorry about your talk. I know you. that hurts. I mean, I did that on a pizza roll a couple weeks ago. <laughs> Don't, pizza pizza rolls. Those Don't are dangerous. They're they're like molten lava. You got to be careful. It's like still sometimes for some reason it's cold on the outside but molten on the inside. I don't understand. Yeah, you got to let those things cool. Ah, man, I just can't wait. I mean, I'm this is a whole besides the point. I'm gluten free, so I have to stay away from those now. But um, when I would eat those, I would just like literally out of the oven, just right in their mouth, and <laughs> <laughs> I would burn my mouth. But hey, I also want to say today I'm wearing um, I'm wearing a very special shirt. Oh yeah, um, I'm liking it. This is throwback. My, this is my blockbuster shirt, and I I felt like you know since we're gonna be on on camera here, I thought uh, I should wear it because this is the Rock's blockbuster. This is his first blockbuster. Hey, <laughs> that's true. So I was like, if I'm gonna celebrate the Rock, we're gonna celebrate the Rock on Rocktober. I need to celebrate him by having, I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure the Scorpion King was in Blockbuster in 2002. Yeah, no, it definitely was. I mean, just based on just the box office itself. Well, we're going to get into that. We're going to get into the, the box office. We're going to get into the trivia. We're going to get into what we thought of the movie. We're going to dive right in. So, I mean, are you ready to, to get this thing started? Yeah. Uh, but before that, I think we should open up every one of these episodes with a game. Oh, a game. Yeah. So I brought a game. I think it's a good game to start off with. 
um, called Over Under. Oh, it's, so it sounds very simple. <laughs> is it is it self-explanatory? Yeah, it's pretty self-explanatory. Okay. I'm just going to give you some trivia mm-hmm. and you kind of have to guess like if it's over or under. Mm-hmm. You can give the amount. I'm not going to give you the specific amount. And is this going to be like, you know, like like on Sesame Street where the, the audience can play along, like yell, you know, like or Dora the Explorer. It's like, where are they? Oh, I'm sure they will. Okay. They'll be listening so, and yelling. So while you're listening, um, while when Chad asks over under, I want you to do this like it's Dora the Explorer where you're yelling <laughs> at the TV like Swiper is right there. <laughs> you know, just be like over or like Price is Right. You know, when people yell and then mm-hmm. people are like, I don't know, Bob. I don't know. <laughs> and he's like spayed and new to your pets. You know, it's just like. Like that, you know, you're just going to yell over and under. And then when I get it wrong, I want you to go into the comments of this video or go on to the reviews in the podcast and tell me I'm an idiot. So. All right. <laughs> well, let's begin. I ha- I have four for you and I, I, it, it's actually pretty hard to find trivia on this film. I mean, there's I, not too much. Me, I, I'm aware. <laughs> <laughs> just researching. I mean, there's stuff on IMDb, but uh, I think I got Four good ones okay. that mm-hmm. we'll try here. Okay, I'm ready. So the first one, mm-hmm. I think this is pretty good. Okay. How many lines of dialogue did The Rock have? Okay. I'm, I'm listening. I'm trying to listen to the audience. Um, I'm going to say, um, he hasn't, honestly, he didn't talk that much in this film. A lot of yeah. it is just with his action. A lot uh, of one-liners. One-liners and also just like the, the brooding looks on his face or, you know, that, you know, that classic eyebrow raise mm-hmm. that he has. Um, so with that being said, um, I'm not a very good script writer, so I don't really know how much usually, um, how many lines equate in a script. But I'm going to say about over, I mean, un, I'd say under 85 lines in the whole movie. Under 85. Okay, what do you all think? Uh, everyone at home? Okay, they agree with me. Well, you'd be wrong. Oh, crap. It's actually over 85. Okay. It's around 100, give okay. or take. I, that's, honestly, I don't think that's a lot, is it? I, mean, it's, I, I don't think so. Well, I don't want to give anything away. I know how long the movie is, but that's like a line a minute. Yeah. Okay. I mean, that makes sense. I mean, he just stares a lot. And there, I, don't, I can't remember. There's no real monologues, though, either. So it's probably all just like little one. Yeah, it's a lot of one liners, um, a lot of just, you know, jokes that he says along the way. But I thought that was pretty interesting. I I wanted that one to be one because I mean, I think that's a question everyone has right after watching this movie. You're like, did The Rock really say anything like this is his first real movie? But I, I don't I don't know if we can tell his acting chops yet. I mean, full disclosure. I mean, we'll probably get into this and you'll talk about it. Actually, I'll wait. Yeah. (laughs) Well, wait, let's get through this for a segment. (laughs) All right. So uh, box office weekend. I didn't do like the how much it's grossed. Because I can look that up. Yeah, I'm sure you researched that. So box office weekend Mm -hmm. gross. So opening weekend. Opening weekend. It was number one, by the way. In the on the week on the weekend. Okay, I know Spider Man, Sam Randy Spider Man came out two weeks later. Yeah, that has no indication. on this at all. (laughs) I don't know how that'll help you. Um, man. Trying to think. Um, over, I mean, see, this is hard because I can say like over five million, and that would be a really easy yes. Um, but I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna say it's under twenty million. I'm gonna say it's around sixteen million. Okay, that was under. It was. It's under sixteen. Under twenty. No, your answer was under. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so technically, it's over. It was. 36 million, Whoa. a little over 36. That's million. way more than I honestly thought. Yeah, it did really See, well. Here's the thing. Uh, I don't cheat when we play these games. Chad, 
I mean, technically, I have the answers in my notes, but I'm not looking. At You're my not notes. supposed to look at. I'm those. not looking at. I'm not looking at them. So I actually don't know. It's actually just me. Once again, go to the reviews. Go to the comments. Say I knew the answer. You're an idiot. Yeah, I would love to read that. And now, based on your research, I actually think you'll probably be close to this next I'll one. I'll pretend like I don't know, Jack. <laughs> what was the salary of The Rock for The Scorpion King? Well, I do know. I don't know the exact number, so this is a guess. But I do know he has the Guinness Book of World Records for um, most money made by um, an actor in their uh, first role. So can you tell me what inflation? I know that. I cannot help you with that. <laughs> well, um, I'm going to say he probably made... I don't, under 10 million, I'd probably say about six and a half. Hey, you're close. It's a little under six and a half. Okay. It's 5.5. I mean, I'd take it. I mean, to pretty, say pretty good at the time. How much is that per line? <laughs> I don't know. Do like I said, I'm not good at math. Uh, do the math. Someone do the math for us. Uh, All right. All right. Let's get to the last one. This one I think is pretty good. How many Oscar winners did the film have? I don't honestly, most of the actors in this film are kind of no names. Um, so zero under, under, under one, which would be zero. <laughs> you would be wrong. Oh, oh, it, it's actually just one okay. of the actors. Who is it was it? Grant Heslov. Who is which one? Oh, the, the it arm, was his uh, armpit. helper. Armpit. That's not his actual name. Ar- arp, arpid. Arpid. It sounded like armpit. <laughs> okay that's cool yeah also there was one other oscar nominee and that was michael Clark, 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 Doug. Doug. Yeah. yeah obviously i mean green mile come on come yeah. on people. green mile r.i.p um that's over under i mean I, i'm hopefully you all learned something there um but let's get, let's talk about the movie a little yeah bit. let's jump into I mean, it i so full disclosure i'm not a huge action fan yes i know that i had to get i had to get matt onto the john wicks recently because i mean john wick 4 came out this year you haven't watched a lot of action films. No. I'm, I'm like, what? You haven't seen the Bourne movies. Nope. Uh, you haven't seen any of the Fast and Furious, which is going to be a problem because know, a couple of those we're, we're going to have to talk rock. about yeah, for I, the rock. I know. I know. I'm aware. I'm ready. I'm ready. Uh, but yes, I'm not super into action. Um, I'm a more drama centered film critic. Um, I'm kidding. I like all. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, Chad got me onto the John Wick train and I binge those and I love those. And funny enough, I just finished John Wick 3 literally like two days before watching Scorpion King. So action's like burnt in my brain right now. Um, and, oh, good. Uh, so maybe you'll appreciate it a little bit more. Yes. I, and I think I have. So I took a copious amount of notes while watching this movie. I felt like I needed to just give you all my full thoughts. And we can dive into as many and and as little as you guys want, or as I guess Chad wants, you have no say, you're just listening. Um, okay, I'm going to tell you a little synopsis of what, the, of, um, of what the movie is. So it takes place in Gomorrah, thousands of years before the pyramids. The remaining free nomadic tribes are forced to form an uneasy alliance to put an end to the mighty king Memnon's reign of tyranny. One of the few survivors and the last of the Arcadians, the brave assassin Matthias, is entrusted with the impossible task of executing Memnon's fortune-telling sorceress, Cassandra, only to find himself up against a seemingly indestructible evil army. Now, with the help of his new powerful allies, including the great warrior Balthazar, Matthias returns to the legendary city to infiltrate Memnon's impenetrable fortress in the desert 
and exact his revenge. Is Matthias destined to be the next Scorpion King? See, see, <laughs> that is that's your. Uh, you kind of jumped into the synopsis. Too. Oh, is that what you want? That's what I thought I was reading the synopsis, Chad. Well, I mean, that's what the film is. But for people who don't know what oh, like so, the actual film is, it's it, the Scorpion King. It's a spinoff. Yes, of, of the Mummy, Mummy Returns, Returns. Uh, where he we talked about in the last podcast. He's a little shiny. That's okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, it stars. Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Yeah, and it's set like way before yes. the Mummy Returns way, in ancient way, way times. Before. That's why he's not the same as he was in the Mummy Returns. Which I have, which we'll get to. I have some yeah. questions about that um, because, boy, was I confused. Um, but obviously, yes, the Rock plays Matthias. He's a skilled assassin. Honestly, I have John Wick on the mind. It's a lot like John Wick. <laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly, when it, we're talking with trackers and everything, it's almost like. He has a tracker on the sorceress here. Yeah, we'll dive deep into this, but honestly, the the whole film is just around the action. Exactly. It's it's, <laughs> it's not really much of a plot. I mean, if you call it a plot, I think there's a plot, but I also think that it's really an action movie, and I would say the action definitely holds up for me at least. After yeah. Watching it. Oh, for sure. Um. So, Scorpion King, uh, 2002. I know I said 2001 earlier, 2002, um, which Man, it's crazy to think that was 21 years ago. Oh, boy. Um, people born in 2002 can drink legally. That's scary. Yeah. Um, but 2002, um, director Chuck Russell. Um, you want to know how he directed, Chad? Oh. Not much. Not, Not much. much. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I know, I know he, he directed uh, The Mask. He did direct The Mask with good old... Jim Carrey. Yes. And, oh, and another action film, which I know you probably haven't seen, is The Eraser. I have not seen Starring that. Arnold Schwarzenegger. I don't, I, don't, I don't watch action, Chad. We went over this. But that was, uh, I think that was 96. Okay. So Chuck Russell directed 2002 Scorpion King, um, starring, obviously, like we said, uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, who this podcast is all about, but also has some other supporting characters, Stephen Brand, who plays Memnon, Michael Clark Duncan. Who plays uh, Balthazar? Kelly Hu oh, as the sorceress. As a sorceress, yeah. Anyone else notable in there? Armpit. Um, we got Armpit, who is not who is nominated for for an, for an Oscar. Yes. What's Wait, the guy? What's the actor's name? Grant Heslov. Mm-hmm. I actually don't know what he won the Oscar for, but no, he just nominated. He didn't win. No, he won. Oh, he won. That's what I was saying. He's Shoot, an Oscar see, winner. I don't pay attention to Chad. Chad, pay <laughs> to me. It's the whole thing. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I, honestly, after looking at the cast. Um, like I said before, a lot of, a lot of people that aren't like necessarily that famous. I think this is the Rock's movie. I think that's what uh, we love so much about it because this podcast is all about the Rock. Like his first movie is the Rock's movie. Like it's it is it right. Its success is all based on if the Rock does well. That that's a big bet though, right? Yeah, I mean that's kind of how he was approached about the film. So basically, uh, producers saw the end of The Mummy Returns, mm-hmm. and they're like, okay, can we do a spinoff of The Scorpion King? Yeah. And they approached The Rock, mm-hmm. and he kind of has come out and said, like, he was kind of blindsided because The Scorpion King in The Mummy Returns is actually a villain. So right. how are they going to spin that to, for him to be a protagonist? Right. That's what he was wondering. So that's kind of how it all started, um, which is pretty cool because they were going after an action star in the making. Well, weren't they watching The, the Dailies? Oh, the dailies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He doesn't. He didn't <laughs> even know what dailies were. Yeah, he didn't even know what dailies were. And I mean, 
anyone outside of the film industry, I don't expect you to know what dailies are, but it's pretty simple. Um, it's literally the dailies is what they shot the day before. You know, they usually they'll have a screening um, the next day to kind of watch what they filmed and be able to, hey, do we need any kind of continuity? Do we need to fix something? Do we need to shoot something differently? How are we liking how it's turning out? So that's what a daily is. They watch it like a producers and director and maybe even the actors will get in and watch that um, and kind of uh, go through what they filmed. So they are, the producers are watching that. and Yeah, and uh, specifically Chuck Russell like was really excited to work with The Rock because at the time, I guess, action stars, there wasn't that many. Mm-hmm. I mean, you had Schwarzenegger. Right. You had Sylvester Stallone, but... Yeah. Um, they wanted another leading action star. Right. So that's why he was really excited to get The Rock. I mean, wouldn't you be pumped to get The Rock? I, I would. Basically, the film was centered around The Rock. Like I said, yeah. Action. It was it was, it was living and dying. Big time rock. wrestler. Let's get him into um, Hollywood. Yeah. So that's a little, I guess that's a little of the backstory of of what The Rock, his character were. I mean, this is the start. This is the start of all. I mean, I'm just going to be honest and tell you about my place in, in the rocktober of things um i'm not actually a big i'm not not a rock fan. i am a rock fan i like the rock and i really enjoy him but i haven't seen many of his movies um so i'm kind of coming in along the ride a little blind here yeah you haven't seen a lot of his films um so i think i'm excited as chad has been I think when with Chad and I's dynamic as friends, we talk about a lot of movies. He's seen a lot of things I haven't seen. I've seen a lot of things he hasn't seen. We there's a lot of things obviously we enjoy together, but I think there's so many movies. Chad's like, oh, have you seen this? Have you seen this? And I'm like, no, no, no. And um, a lot of the rock films I just haven't seen. So I'm excited to watch his career evolve and actually fall in love with the rock as we're going through this. Yeah, I think that's great. I think it's a it's a journey. Yeah. And it's not even just for us. I mean, for audience members who maybe haven't watched yep. the rock movies, like this is a perfect opportunity to jump right in and watch alongside of us. So I want to jump into that. Yes. Since you watched it like yeah. for the first time, yeah. I want to know your initial reactions. Like I said, coming in, I wasn't a huge uh, action fan, but um, I really enjoyed it. I mean, I think something about me just watching John Wick kind of get into that action kind of uh, movie uh, space. Um, I really fell. I, I did really, honestly, I really like this movie. I think it was, I think, it, I think the choreography holds up the, the stunts hold up uh, the CGI. I mean, obviously it's not going to be the best It's 2002, but I think it was pretty good. Um, I had a fun time with it. I, I think that was one where, you know, like we say in the opener, I can sit back, eat some popcorn. I actually had gluten-free Oreos instead of popcorn, <laughs> but same thing. And uh, I enjoy, I really enjoyed it. I had a good time with it. Yeah. Yeah. What did you, what did you think, Chad? That's good because. I, you, you watch it again. I'm always lost. Yeah. yeah I, so I just rewatched it, but I remember watching it as a young kid for the first time. 2002. And that's honestly what I remember most about the film mm-hmm. is just watching it as a young kid and just being like, oh, this is such a cool action film. Mm. Um, so I actually do think I watched it around the time it came out. I don't think I saw it in theaters, but I did watch it on TV a lot. You know, it's one of those films that's just fun to watch. So you just, you, you tune in and you watch it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I actually have some pretty fond memories because as a kid, like you're just glued to the TV watching this type of film and you're just like, yes, give me this action. So since this is about the rock, like what do you, as a kid, you know, watching this all the time, being like your kind of go-to film or Sunday movie film that you'd watch over and over. 
what did you think about the rock? And as, as a kid, I'm not even saying now as a kid, like, did you think that, Oh, I like him. I want to see him in more movies. Like what, what was your, what was your opinion on him at all? If, yeah. if any, no. Yeah. I remember at the time, that's kind of the reason I did watch it was because of the rock. Mm, I didn't, I actually wasn't that big of a like WWE wrestler fan. Yeah. Um, but obviously everybody knew about the rock. Of course. I mean, he was the biggest wrestler around that time. You were smelling what he was cooking. Yeah. Oh, I was smelling it. So <laughs> Yeah, I, I I think that's one of the rain, main reasons why I watched it was because of The Rock. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's good. I mean, I think that's for me and for you. I think it's definitely we have um, two different sides of it. First time, millionth time. I think coming back to it. Um, I will. I will say I haven't seen it in probably ten years. Wow. Okay. So it's actually fun to rewatch it after all this time. But I do remember a lot of the scenes. I remember none of them because I didn't see them until, until then. <laughs> um, and do you want to talk about some trivia? Do you, I mean, we, we kind of covered a little trivia with our over-under game, but and the movie is pretty short. You know, it was 90 minutes. Um, but apparently, from what I was reading, there's actually an extended cut that came out with a DVD. Um, which yeah, I, I, you, yeah, you told me that before we started recording, and I'm like, why didn't we watch this version? I, I'm pretty, I am honestly pretty upset that we did not see this extended cut because I'm like, what, what, what is missing? Like what, what, what could have happened? I want to know. Um, but there was an extended cut. It came out with the DVD included a hundred minute version of the film. Okay. So 10 minutes longer. Okay. So, so not minutes. that much longer with all of the deleted scene extended and alternate scenes that were cut from the theatrical version. So, you know, there's always of course extended cuts and director's cuts, but I'm just curious what else would have happened there. Um, but you know, apparently, uh, the Scorpion King is actually a real Egyptian king. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. It says in 1995, Egyptologists discovered a 5,400-year-old limestone carving in Egypt known as the Scorpion Tablet. It depicts the victory of a ruler called, called the Scorpion King in the battle that unified Upper Egypt. So... He's a real person. So I don't know. That's, you know, that's kind of what we were talking about before, how he's evil in the end of the Mummy Returns. And then, yeah. And now he's a good guy. So I don't know if they're pulling from, from that, from the 5,400 years ago, Egyptian King, and trying to make a story off that. Is it kind of coming from the Mummy? I don't know. Um, but I think, like we said, I think it's really solely based on on the rock. Yeah, I actually want to, like, d dive into some of, like, specific scenes that like really stood out to me yeah let's talk about them. the first scene where we're actually yes. introduced to the rock yeah matthias and uh, like throughout the film there's actually a lot of cool things that they do mm -hmm. and one of those is just using rock music yes yes <laughs> slamming this music during all these action scenes and it's so funny to see the opening of this film because they're on like this snowy mountaintop mm -hmm. And just the rock comes in, no shirt. Well, first that dude, first that dude gets gets a <laughs> yeah. throwing star. Yeah, throwing to, star. Yeah, to the head. Um, but I, I wanted to speak on his first line of the film because mm, I think yeah, it's perfect. I wrote that. And I, I wrote that and they were definitely. I'm reading my notes here. I uh, just I'm typing really fast. My thumbs while I'm watching. And first thing I write when I see the rock, I say he looks so majestic. That was, that's, that was my initial comment. I just hear the long flowing you know, hair. The, skin, the glimmering. skin glimmering, you know, no shirt on. And then he looks at the camera and he goes, boo. <laughs> it's perfect. Incredible. I mean, how else would you want to introduce a movie star? First ever film. You have to all this hype. And he says, boo. 
and everyone's Boom. scared. All these people are scared, right? I mean, I think it just epitomizes the rock. Like if I ran into the rock and he said boo to me, I would also crap my pants. Yeah, wielding a sword. Exactly. I mean, like, swinging who, it around. <laughs> I mean, I just love how he goes in there and just like wrecks people. He punches. I literally, I put Matthias punches that guy like 40 times. He's like, bam, 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 bam. <laughs> They're like spinning in the air backwards. <laughs> I know. It, it, it was, I just, I love the, honestly, I think Chad and I talked a little, debriefed a little before the podcast about it. And we can't tell if it's taking itself too seriously or it's supposed to be a, a comedy or supposed to, I, I don't, I'm not sure what. Yeah. What I, I mean, I think. It's intentional to add in the a little bit of the humor, right? Uh, obviously, do you, do you think that's do you think they're, they're trying to lean on that because this is his first film, or is it? The yeah, time honestly, for? I think that like because this is his first film, they wanted to lean on what he was good at, right? And obviously, he's good at the action. Mm-hmm. All the action scenes in general yeah. were really well choreographed, mm-hmm. and his jokes, those one-liners that he just spits out, yeah. are perfect. I think yeah. it just encapsulates how he he is as a wrestler yeah. and why they wanted him to be in this film. So I, I also wrote down some questions for Chad while I was watching. And I'm curious what you think about the narration in the beginning of the film, explaining what happened. I don't know if this is factual, but it seems like it's one of those like late editions where they're like, oh, we got to yeah, throw gotta in some something. exposition of what's happening. Um, so yeah, I honestly don't remember that. Um, it's not really memorable. Yeah. Like all the memorable parts are honestly what The Rock is doing. And I just want to say, too, because like in this opening scene, and I guess in scenes a little after that, too, I, I think my just overall take is just the looks The Rock gives. Oh, his, yeah. His glares. I mean, he has two main looks. He has two main looks. Like the serious yeah, brow the serious look. serious brow, and then there's like the shocked. Yeah, confused Confused look. look. And I think it's amazing because like he knows what he's good at. I mean, that's those are kind of the looks he gave in WWE, too. So I think they're really leaning in, into that because – this is his first film. Uh, yeah, specifically, I think what they did really well was uh, the scene where his brother dies. Yeah. At the beginning. Yeah. And, you know, normally that'd be probably a tough scene to film, but they decided he would be restrained. Right, exactly. And so it's still physical acting right. on his part. I will say it was a little cheesy. I got for me. I mean, I, <laughs> I felt a little, Dwayne, you have room for improvement. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying it was terrible. I'm just saying there's room for improvement, and which I'm excited for. I mean, this is his first film. I didn't, but they, they were leaning on what he was good at yes, and what exactly. they, they thought he could handle at yeah. the time. So I actually, what I thought was most funny about that scene is just the line him and his brother right. say to each other, right. live free, die well. And unfortunately, his brother doesn't die well. <laughs> That's, you know, I wouldn't want to die like that. I don't know about, I don't know about you. Um, yeah, I just, I just looks just something that's imprinted in my brain now is the way the rock emotes. And I feel like, like you said, he has two, two reactions to things. It's the confused <laughs> <laughs> and the intense Ooh, stare down the brow. Yeah. The yeah. brows. That's, that's really what makes it. Um, but also like I, you were talking about the ant scene. Yes. Yes. The ant scene, like that's what I remember most Not rewatching it reminds me of like the Indiana Jones crystal skull. Right. That's all I'll say about that film. <laughs> what film? I've never heard of that film, but I, I thought that was a, a cool scene as a kid, just because like the rock obviously wants to get out of that situation. Yeah. Slamming his chin, chin on, on these thing, ants, yeah. eating one, spitting it out. It's, it's, it's a cool fun scene. You know, I, I will say when I, when I was watching it and the, and the fire ants come out of the little cave, I was like, 
honestly, CJ is not that bad. And I'm reading like, you know, Reddit threads, and all that stuff. People are ripping it off for the CGI. I was like, the CGI is not that bad for 2000. I honestly didn't think it was that bad either. I mean, it, it gets, there's obviously some sticky parts, but like when you first see the ants come out, I'm like, that's, that's, I mean, granted, there's not really much CGI in the film. No, it's from not what like I noticed. Much. I mean, they saw, but the obviously the ants. They were saw the Mummy Returns, and they're like, "We cannot have." Yeah, that. <laughs> that's what happened. But I will say about that one scene, Arpid or whatever his name yeah, is. Yeah. Uh huh. Like, how did he get out of the hole? Yeah, I, they don't explain. <laughs> he's that like, he's like, all. watch this. I'm gonna escape when that guy goes around to pee. <laughs> he's out. I was like, okay, I guess we're gonna make to believe that. Quick trivia too about that scene. The Rock actually did say he was buried in sand. Yeah, he was buried, actually buried in sand. There, uh, he also made a joke to saying that they were real ants because he's a method actor, but he was obviously joking. Though that was CGI, it was not. Don't real. take that as don't, factual. Don't if you read it on the internet, it's a lie. We have the Rock on. We'll make sure that he uh, gives us the behind the scenes on that. Um, is there any other scenes that stick out to your mind? That you want to talk about because like i said i can talk yeah about i mean another main scene is when they get to the city mm-hmm. and one of the kids steals his rubies yeah 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 i remember as a kid like oh that's so frustrating get that kid why would he steal that ruby but then it turns out you know he helps him find his way um through the palace but then he hands him a ruby for his help right he gets caught he gets caught right and this is like where you first see his character mm-hmm. making that decision of like who who's Arc- more, most important? Should I kill him? Right, because Arcadians kid? have that rule, right? Yeah. Where they have to kill the person they're oath to, yeah. to kill. So he has to f- decide right there. Does he kill Memnon or does he save the boy? Yeah. And ultimately he saves the Matthias boy. Matthias is a good guy. He saves the boy, right? Um, I just thought it was funny because in that scene when he's running away and he falls out of that, like, I don't know, that huge building oh, out of yeah. the window. Man. I my, literally wrote down, I'm like, does he think he's John Wick or something? Like, <laughs> just like fall out and just get up and walk away. Um, I guess he was cool before uh, John Wick was. But then comes into the, I mean, that leads into the, you know, the very classic rock eyebrow, eyebrow raise. Oh, yes. That, they had to include that into the film, like, which is when, great. When the women are all around him and he yeah, has that, in the that little raise. Yeah. I mean... That, that if that's not memeable, I don't know what is. That's yeah. like the most memeable thing you can you could have. Oh it, yeah, and it's perfect. They knew they knew what they were doing. Oh yeah, I mean once again, comedy in all its glory. I think this was like the first time you actually see him actually do pretty well at the sword play in this movie. Yeah, this is where I was like, actually, the action's pretty good. It's yeah. really well choreographed. I know The Rock put in tons of time training, yeah. learning martial arts, sword fighting. Yeah. So it really shows in this scene and later on specifically when they're in the desert. Right. And that's what I was going to say. I think one of the things I wrote too is I was like, I think that his, his time in WWE actually helped him a lot probably with this movie just because, you know, uh, if you guys don't know, that's actually fake. Um, a lot of chore- choreography. Don't say that. <laughs> involved in WWE. So <laughs> I think that was an easy transition for him to make to go from WWE to an action film because it's all choreography again, right? He's, yeah. He obviously does a really good job because he obviously is great about it. In WWE, he's gonna, it's going to trans, translate well in movies. Um, so I think he did a great job there. Um, I think that, um, once again, there's places he can improve. I think that um, sometimes I feel like he could have, we had a more range from his looks and his expressions. I feel like sometimes it got a little stale. Um, yeah, I, but I will say, like, for his credit, 
I think he did what they wanted him to do in yeah. this film. Well, you just wanted him to be an action star, right? Big yeah, dude. So I, I don't think he had um, the opportunity mm. to really showcase like what he can really do. And like it's his first film. Like he just wants to jump in and see what it's like. Right. So, yeah, obviously improvement. Obviously, he's a big time actor today. So is he? It worked out Dwayne? well. Are you a big time actor? Here, um, here so you mentioned the, the sand scene, you know, yeah. when he puts on the, the blinders and they all think he's crazy and he's beating everyone in the in the big sandstorm, right? This part I, I'm kind of confused about. So like Memnon gives the dude this scorpion poison oh, yeah. arrow, right? Poisoned arrow, yeah. Um, scorpion venom. And he and also mind you, this guy I don't even know his name. Kills his dad and gives him his head. Yeah. And, and he, he's just all of a sudden he's just second in charge. Yeah, he's like second in command. He's like, okay, I trust you because you killed. Yeah. Your he's just always having like these side conversations with him. I'm like, like we're buddies know? now. Like you, you know? barely know him. You killed your dad. And this is what you after get. a couple of days, we're just like BFF. But anyway, that guy stabs Matthias in the, in the calf with this poisonous arrow. Yeah. And like, my question is, does Memnon think that this will kill him well i think it's supposed to kill him but yeah. the sorceress saves him the sorceress right? saves him which also makes no sense by breathing out the whatever that sexual <laughs> whatever scene the, was. Yeah. The whatever, venom. whatever i watched i don't know what it was but she like mounts happens. him and you're just like yeah. what's going <laughs> on here happening? as he's like sweating and dying yeah um but also like it doesn't explain it at all it's like it's almost like a MacGuffin in a way like yeah, they set up this whole thing with the scorpion, and like, I'm expecting him to turn into the scorpion. Like, I got, <laughs> right I, for the first time like, watching it, you I, don't know I what's happening. Saw the mummy returns. I see how he's, you know, a jerk with <laughs> scorpion legs, and that's, that's what you thought. You're like, and oh, like, he's turning into the scorpion. And I was King looking at my watch. I'm like, okay, we're an hour in. Like at some point, he's got to grow these legs. So <laughs> I'm like, okay, what is this happening? So I'm like, oh, he gets stabbed. And then nothing, but also he has like a bulge in his leg, doesn't he? When he gets stabbed, if I remember correctly, I kind of see like I'm like, oh, maybe that's where the legs are forming. Oh, <laughs> so you were yeah, really yeah. thinking that. I was that's like, oh. hilarious. I was thinking the whole time. That's why at the end of the movie, I'm like, so he never becomes this evil scorpion king. <laughs> that's funny. But yeah, but the that weird scene with her breathing. I, I wrote, I said, the breathing thing with the sorceress and Matthias is weird and kind of sexual. I think that's the one. I think they just added that scene really to tie into the Scorpion King from The Mummy Returns mm. in a way. Okay, yeah. Because if they didn't do something like that, then you're just like, then why is he the called the Scorpion? Because the Scorpion run the yeah, scorpion she says it was still the venom will still run through your right. your veins. Okay, so that was weird, sexual, kind of odd. Also, like the next, like they cut. And he wakes up next to her, like, like almost as like, you know, in Casablanca back in the forties or, you know, when they, they want to talk about like show them having sex, they can't show it. They'll just cut to a window and then cut them and laying. And so that's what they're doing, but you find out that she can't have sex or she'll lose her power. Yeah. She'll lose her power. So yeah. I guess they just slept next to each other after that weird thing. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I, like, I mean, oh. obviously, they want to play into the romance but of like, these characters and, in know. some way. So that's how they did it. But okay, I want to talk about the, the more important. So we have this weird scorpion venom thing. I don't know what Memnon was thinking. Why does he have scorpions? I don't. I don't know. I I wish I had some more backstory there. But my one thing here is, um, so we get into the fight between Balthazar, Balthazar, Michael, yes. Michael Clark Duncan, 
and The Rock, right? And I love Mike Clark Duncan. I love The Green Mile. I think he's a great actor. Um, I think he he got nominated for The Green yeah. Mile, right? He should have won. I mean, come on. Um, but so you see them fighting, right? And they have this epic back and forth. Um, yeah, the, it, the, the cool part of that, like, was when they first ran at each other with yeah. the swords and they yeah. both break. break. Yeah. So my question for you, Chad, is watching this, this is what I'm thinking in my head. In real life, who would win? Michael Clark Duncan or Dwayne Rock Johnson? And here I have I have their their height and Ooh, weight. Okay, okay, okay. So Michael Clark Duncan is six foot five, two eighty. Okay. Dwayne the Rock Johnson is six foot five, two sixty. Ooh. So they're pretty pretty even, even matched. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I was reading about Michael Clark Duncan at one point. He says he was like 320 for some role, but here he's two eight around 280. Yeah. Like my my initial thought was Michael Clark Duncan. But then again, like this is the Rock Tour podcast. This, well, not only that, I actually do think the Rock actually is more agile mm, he's got that wwe training that yeah saying. yeah so i do think he's quicker i think he can uh he still has the strength to take him down mm-hmm. like michael clark duncan like he just has the brute force yeah, that yeah, could yeah. take you down yeah yeah Dwayne, i i do think you're very strong you're very powerful and you're very very muscular so uh i'm gonna go with Dwayne. okay uh, he is 20 pounds lighter which makes him more agile so I thought I thought that was just, that just ran through my mind. I'm like, I need to look at their height and weight, and I need to figure this out in the real world. That was a good fight. I I thought like rewatching it, I thought somebody was gonna just like come out and stop them mm-hmm. for some reason. Like, stop fighting! You're not supposed to be fighting, right? Um, but no, they just end it. But I also have I actually have a little trivia on this fight between Mount Clark Duncan and oh, Dwayne Johnson. Okay, um, they're actually friends or were friends in in real life before the movie. And um, so this little movie, a tr- movie trivia says, while filming the fight between Matthias and Balthazar, Dwayne Johnson actually elbowed Michael Clark Duncan in the jaw and knocked the a- actor out for five seconds. Duncan went into the makeup, uh, makeup room and had them stuff his mouth with cotton balls to make his face look swollen. Duncan pretended he couldn't continue filming because Johnson had really messed up his face. Johnson felt extremely bad, thinking he'd really hurt Duncan. When the entire cast found out it was all a prank, they all laughed at Johnson. In later take, Duncan ad-libbed and, and said, and pray you never hit me like that again. Johnson, the cast, cracked up laughing. <laughs> That's pretty good. So some ribbing back and forth. You know, little prank on Dwayne. Yeah. Oh, oh also film question what do you think about when she has her visions how they shift the frame rate oh yeah what do you think about that it's a very 90s thing to do, like 90s early 2000s thing to do kind of liked it i mean it's kind it does have that 2000s yeah feel to it mm-hmm. but i thought was what was cool was like when she was with the uh tribe of balthazar yeah yeah Mm-hmm. Uh, kid brings her something yeah. and she has that vision yeah. chaos is happening yeah. and like the kid's dead yeah. I thought that was a cool way to show her visions but yeah I don't have a problem with it I think it fits for the film yeah for anyone wondering the shifting of frame rates kind of makes it look a little more choppy and jarring because you see more less frames they also did that when he was um, when he got stabbed when he got stabbed yeah. yes uh-huh. when he, I guess that's, that's actually when I first noticed it I was yeah. like oh yeah there it There's is two, <laughs> that's 2000 filmmaking 2000s filmmaking for you 
Um, yeah, they kiss. I, I thought I had to write this down too. I was like, imagine kissing someone and say, I make my own destiny. <laughs> <laughs> they just kiss There's so many good, just like one liners in this film. I think like early on, I just love how, uh, Arpid was like, why don't we ride a horse? Horses are faster. He's like, horses may be faster, but camels are smarter. Yeah. <laughs> And I love, like, why can't we just have a movie where Honestly, The Rock is on a camel all the, the time? <laughs> also, can we talk about Memnon for a second? Like, I, watching him, I know I know he's this British actor. Um, I forgot his name, whatever. Stephen Brand, I think his name is. Um, he just looks like a generic white dude to me. I'm just like, yeah, he like does. The most yeah. generic white dude ever. Yeah, it's funny because I, I think um, the director was saying how they, he really wanted to find somebody that, could match the the rocks character definitely didn't match him it doesn't really match him but like i could see what they were trying to do with him because they were trying to make him seem like the best swordsman right no that's what he's supposed to be yeah in all the land yeah so that's the reason um but i don't know why he was cast as his character generic he's just generic i mean mean, the only thing i really remembered about him was catching the arrow yeah I mean, I think, I think he's, I think he's good enough for what the role is. Yeah. But also maybe, maybe they just didn't want a villain to overshadow the rock. So I'm not saying he did a bad job. I'm just saying like when you're, when you think about like an antagonist going up against the rock, you actually think of Michael Clark Duncan. Yeah. yeah, Michael Clark Duncan would be that. Yeah. Um, So yeah, that was an interesting casting, but I, I will say I, the, the final scene with, uh memnon against uh uh matthias was awesome i mean the the fire swords oh yeah that was sweet um they actually used real fire swords for yeah this, real for fire scene. blowing in their face the, yeah. there was there was a part where um you know they're actually you know choreography with the flaming swords and there goes for a hit and and uh, the rock blocks it and actually a puff of fire comes close and yeah. singes some of his eyebrow hair um and they're like oh shoot like was it the eyebrow probably, that he raises yeah yeah maybe <laughs> they're like we can't do that again we have to make sure that that doesn't happen so they just added it in post later for the other couple uh times yeah it does. that was i think that was like a really awesome scene to throw in there um but i, I mean we just have to talk about the end well, can, well before we get there one thing when when the sorceress jumps in front of the rock and then like he turns her around and catches her and then gets hit with the arrow oh yeah that was like really weird yeah like (laughs) it was (laughs) i just want to say like she's like no matthias and then like he grabs her and then like turns Turns. around and puts (sighs) the arrow yeah i was like you could have just like not done that and just like I don't, I don't like also it was like super slow motion so like i don't know i just feel like it was really yeah i think really that's weird. just like tying in like her visions and like she she knows what's supposed to happen he doesn't right like, i think honestly they put that scene in there because mm-hmm. of the next scene okay yes where he pulls the arrow yeah out of his back cool very cool move very cool Puts it in the bow and uh-huh. pulls it back to kill men Menon. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I'm not gonna lie, it was cool. I think I think it was I'm just like, well, he's very strong because he made it go. You were really you were tight. mentioning how like how how did he not catch this one? Yeah, yeah. I mean And I was trying to equate it to it's like a baseball pitcher. Uh, yes. 
Chad, you know, like fans. when he catches it first, like the, you know, one of his guards is probably like pulling back that arrow and it's probably going 80 miles per hour. Yeah, that's mm. easy for like a batter to hit, you know? Right, right. But I mean, you got Matthias, the rock, you know, pulling back on that bow, like very strong, pulling man. it as far back as he possibly can because he's going for the kill shot. Right. And boom, can't catch that hundred mile heater. Right, exactly. <laughs> Can't catch it. But so then we get to the end of the movie. All is well. Uh, Memnon dies. Um, Rock is now this claimed to be the Scorpion King. Which once again, I have no idea why he's he didn't actually him. turn into a scorpion. He didn't I was waiting the whole movie. The movie ends. I was like, okay. Were you when, confused at the end too? Okay, so I was so confused that I went to Reddit. Okay. Um, and I was, I was You're like, like, why I was, did I he not turn into Reddit. the scorpion? King? I literally looked on Reddit. I was like on our movies. Um, and I was, I was, I was trying to see if anyone else had the same question because like you watch the more returns and then you're like, okay, he clearly is a good guy. First of all, there's four of these movies. The rock is not in any more <laughs> of them, but there are four of them that we're missing something. Um, yeah. He, he actually was asked to come back. And I think the reasoning behind it, he's basically said he was just too busy. Yeah. I so mean, I, it would have been interesting to, to see him in another Scorpion King. But I will say there has been rumors that he wants to reboot it. Oh. I don't think he wants to star in it, but he oh. wants to produce. Kind of like the XFL. Yeah. yeah. He bought the XFL to restart it. Um, but I'm sure if he produces it, a uh, cameo would be in order. Yes. Um, I want, can I read some of these Reddit comments though? Because it helped, <laughs> yeah, it helped, it helped me. Uh, it helped me digest. understand yeah, why I mean, he was not a scorpion. <laughs> so someone said, "Why did the scorpion king become evil?" That was like their question. They posted on Reddit. Someone said, "Oh man, I've watched all of the scorpion king movies and read the wiki. None of it makes sense at all." So just, none of the other scorpion king movies help just, answer ju- that question. Just try to enjoy it, dude. <laughs> And then I and then someone comments, I love how someone who's watched all of them and read the media still can't answer the question posed here. Yeah. Which I think is hilarious. Spot on. Someone else, I mean, someone else describes them. There's other people that don't know um that there were four movies. I didn't know. Someone said it's up for debate if he's evil. We don't know what caused the war scene in the mummy. It's possible the Scorpion King's kingdom was attacked first and or that the other side did some bad crap. We only see the result. Him desperately wanting to win. Um, so I thought there was just some really interesting um, deep dives into Reddit here because I was confused. I needed an explainer. Um, and I, I got see how a, that can be confusing for your first time. I was, just, I was waiting for him to grow legs like <laughs> an hour and a half. I'm just like, okay, runtime's an hour and a half. So short, quick action film. Um, but I think it really does a does a good job for for what it is you know i think that yeah um we can talk about what the critics say let me let me tell you what what the critics say um, okay so rotten tomatoes i mean we're calling that critics now what, what world have we come to but um i gave it a 41 41 uh, that's it for critics uh, i mean i guess that i'll tell you what, i'll tell you what i'll tell you what top critics gave it top critics gave it a 35 percent. so people really didn't like it 2.9 out of 5 average rating for audience um, but I, I will tell you what Roger Ebert said about it, the world-renowned movie critic. Um, he said, The Rock has the authority to play the role and the fortitude to keep a straight face, which we mentioned. Yes. Straight face. He plays the role well. He's an action star, right? Robert Ebert gave it a three-star review, which three out of five. 
that is pretty good. Yeah, and I think that speaks to why The Rock is like so good in this film. Mm-hmm. That's the reason why people like this film. Right. Um, I I know when I was searching the internet, seeing what people thought of it, a lot of people are like, it's a fun action film. That's all it is. That's all it's supposed to be, right? And like, if you're going to see it because The Rock's in it and you want to see him do like some cool stunts and just do his rock persona. Right. Yeah. This is the film for you. Right. Like when he comes down to the plot of the film, um, in the story, like it's just there. It's all built around the rock being in this. And film. this is what made him into the movie star. And saying that, um, something Robert Roger, Roger Ebert said, uh, right after that, uh, review, he said, I expect him to become a durable action star. I mean, he was right on the nose with that one. Oh yeah. Um, I mean, this took took his career off. Um, this is why we're making this pod. Basically, this movie is why we're making this podcast. The Scorp- I mean, it's the start. It's yes. the start of why we're making this podcast, Scorpion King. Yeah, if without this- without the Scorpion King, who knows where the Rock would be today? Exactly. Now onto our our, our own ratings. So Roger Ebert gave three out of, three out of five. We have our own Electrify movie meter that I mentioned in the beginning. Um, it goes from a scale of one to five. Oh yes it is not just one two three four five no chat. no no there's a saying with each of them there is a saying uh that is dedicated to the rock for each one uh chad can you uh give us the give us the breakdown yeah so uh one is it doesn't matter oh why is that it doesn't matter it doesn't matter i don't know i think it just fits as being number one film if it's not a great film it doesn't matter so that's that is a famous rock phrase he asks someone something in wwe and he and they start talking and he just goes it doesn't matter yeah uh, and then two, two uh, is shut your mouth. Nice. Also shut your famous, mouth. famous WWE rock. rock so, I, I mean, you're kind of getting the idea here. We're, we're, we're following some like pretty big quotes and right. I think it goes in order of one to five. Yeah. So three, you smelling what it's cooking. Ooh, yeah, that's good. We're small at the rocks. We're getting, we're simmering up to the, yeah, the that, good. That's, the, that's the where you're starting to feel like, okay, this could be a hit here. Right. This is a good one. Number four, it's a SmackDown. Oh, come I on. I mean, come on. It's a SmackDown. <laughs> and finally for number five, and this mm-hmm. is like the top tier, like the best the of the best. Best of the best. Creme de la creme. Of the rock movies. The Jabroni beaten pie eating hell raising trailblazing movie champ. That's right. Because And I want you to say that every time you race a movie of I don't I honestly don't know if any are gonna get a five. We'll see. <laughs> I don't know if any are gonna get the I mean, I probably have a few on my list. I have a few on my list. Well, so. I haven't seen most of them, so I don't have I don't even know what's on my list. But um the reason we call number five that is because the rock is the jabroni beaten pie eating hell raising trailblazing people's champ. So we just change people to movie very simple. So Chad, um what's your score? Yeah, so I was actually thinking about this, and it's a tough one because I initially was going to go with a two, shut your mouth. (laughs) Yeah. But I think I'm going with three, you smelling what it's cooking, because it is the start of The Rock. Yeah. And if it wasn't because of him, I don't think I would actually enjoy this film. Mm -hmm. Um, That's kind of the reason you watch this film is because of The Rock. So, yeah, I think that fits. I think it's an okay film overall but like the rock is what makes it yeah so you smelling what it's cooking Mm. because i am nice uh if i uh on my uh electrifying movie meter um i'm also gonna give it you smell what's cooking i'm gonna give it three to five green Um, with roger huh i'm green with the good old roger um i just feel like it was a good time you know i I think the rock 
like you know like Rogers said he he did the best he could with the faces he held down straight faced um action was I would say pretty on par to what you would see today other than John Wick which is above and beyond anything else um the action held up to this day like it could be in a movie yeah I I will say the only thing that I think would make the action better and mm-hmm. is if it was rated R Oh yeah, well that would be a totally different. It would be movie. a totally different movie. You see, I'm, The Rock just you I'm know, sure chopping the off people's arms. I'm sure the sorceress scenes would be very different. I mean, surprisingly enough, I don't think other than the severed head, I saw any kind of blood. Right, exactly. Yeah, it's just a bunch of sound effects. Um, Which who doesn't love a good sound effect? I mean, come on. Yeah, it plays into the PG thirteen. Yeah, realm, exactly. So, exactly. Yeah, but yeah, for for that time and period, I think it really holds up well with the action and I think you can jump right into it and just enjoy and have a fun time watching this film. And so I think a three fits you smell on what it's cooking. That's what we give the rock. Um, that's what us at the rocktober podcast, um, both Chad and I agree. Um, you smell what it's cooking. Um, anything else, Chad, you anything else you want to say, um, to the rock, uh, to me, to the adoring fans that we, are amassing uh, as we speak. Yeah, I think you can, um, and we'll talk about this in our next episode. Um, We're going to go into his next film, The Rundown, and I definitely see why this is his next film. Yeah. Because like we mentioned in in this film, he played so much into his comedic lines and just like the action involved. And that just like is going to move more into The Rundown with it's it's more of a comedy action. Yeah. So I think that's the trajectory of where he goes next. And I think we'll get more into that on next episode. But yeah, I mean, I, I, had, a, I had a great time, Chad. Um, shocker. I haven't seen the rundown either. So it's going to be. So it's, it's gonna, another. It's another <laughs> new one. I've only seen the rundown once or twice. Yeah. So I think I've seen the Scorpion King more than the rundown. Mm-hmm. So it'll be interesting to jump back in. I'm excited. Um, but before we leave, um, Chad, do you want to do you want to. Uh, give off to the camera to the people our uh our plea our our yes our, uh, our we, desperate plea. we ultimately started this podcast rocktober to just make october a month of celebrating the rock yeah and what would just like solidify this celebration is just having the rock on our podcast so we are pleading please rock Dwayne, Dwayne, the rock johnson come on our podcast we would love to have you. We'd love to ask questions that we just have just yeah. watching. All or if films. you just want to talk about your new film coming out. Yeah. We, we, I mean, we'll, it's we'll a celebration too. of you. I know. I know people like to celebrate Halloween and the scary movies, but like, why not celebrate the rock movies? Yeah. Rocktober. Rocktober. That's our goal. Please consider joining us. We have a lot of questions and I'm sure we'll get some questions from our listeners. And I, I just want to say thank you all for, for joining us, Chad. Thank you for joining. Thank yeah, you for watching. It's been a fun time. Well, I think that wraps us up for today, uh, talking about Scorpion King. Um, But remember, around every corner, always protect the engine that powers you. Talk to you next time. Hey guys, Chad Matt here again. I just wanted to thank you all for listening to the Rocktober podcast and following along with us. I just want to remind you that you can follow us on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, X, whatever you want to call it, at Rocktober Pod. 
go on there give us a follow share our content engage with us send us a dm send us a tweet we want to hear your thoughts we want to hear your opinions if you don't agree with our 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 movie meter or if you do or anything in between we'd love to hear you so we just want to thank you for your support and also with that wherever you listen to your podcast apple Podcasts, spotify make sure you give us five stars it always helps our algorithm and get us up there so maybe we can get the rock on our podcast one day so once again we thank you so much and we hope you have a rocking day see you later guys